0: My name is Peter Davison, I played the Fifth Doctor, and you're listening to the Five-ish Fangirls.
1: The Tangents of Squeak continue all the way to episode 351 of the Five-ish Fangirls podcast. And we all know that... Everything that a Santaran warrior does is in the glory and honor of the Santaran Empire. But sometimes you just want to ride a horse. Welcome everyone to this week's episode of the Five and Girls Podcast. So plenty us. Let's start off like a dura from the virtual table and see who's joined us this week.
2: This is Brittany and Troy.
3: This is Chrissy in Salt Lake City.
1: This is Holly from Wisconsin. And this is Rachel in Indianapolis, Indiana. Hello, everyone. Hey, Hello.
0: everybody.
1: Hopefully everyone is
4: safe from the said storms or snowballs. Yeah, i no kidding. Stay yeah. warm,
3: stay safe. And yes. holy cow, Kentucky. Yeah. Yeah. In I'll Illinois. With in you, Illinois. I, I don't know. I have a lot of friends in Kentucky, and I've just been seeing a lot of pictures, and I'm like, "Oh my gosh, you guys! I am so sorry."
1: Yeah, yeah,
3: yeah, yeah.
1: Tornadoes Other in nature, December an is attitude bit, adjustment. Is, is a bit odd. <laughs> yes, that too. Yeah. <laughs> At this point, we should be worried about snow, not twisters. Okay. But no, it's been slightly warmer than usual, and that just. Causes
4: issues. So. Yes.
3: yes. <laughs> and it's been cold over here. Mm-hmm.
2: Uh, doesn't know what to make. Doesn't. Can't make good mind here. There's times when I was like. Seen here. Teens, and then, like, a couple of days ago, it was, it was like 60. Like, okay. <laughs>
4: <laughs> that That's me Wednesday. <laughs>
3: It's like Mother Nature is just trying on all kinds of different looks. It's like, well, okay, yeah. that's great, but could you, pick like, one like and the stick doctor's
4: regenerated and he's trying to find the right outfit? Make mm-hmm. up your mind yeah. now, Doc. <laughs>
3: or, or when Romana was trying on yes, faces, yeah, faces, <laughs> yes, yes,
1: uh. yeah. <sighs> all right. Well, right, let's do the news, which we actually have. Yeah. Uh, kind of a decent amount of news. Not all of it's good news, but no, no. we have no, some so kind of <laughs> happen back to back. Yeah. That's the way these things tend to go though. Yeah, yeah. that's
4: true. Keep this- Betty White and bubble wrap for the next X number of days, please. <sighs> Thank yep.
1: you. About right? hundreds of years.
3: Uh <laughs> <laughs> She's gonna when is, when, us all. When is her birthday? Uh,
1: it's soon. It's yes? Early next year, I think. Oh, okay. Yeah. She'll be turning a hundred. Holy <laughs> cow! Yep.
3: But uh, yes, yeah, so yeah. so our first piece of ten o'clock news. Yep.
1: Yeah.
3: Note: I said it's the first piece of ten o'clock news. Is uh, a yeah. author Anne Rice. Um, passed away this news I saw it yesterday, I believe. Mm-hmm. Um, and she passed away at the age of 80. I want to say, let me look at the mm-hmm. thing. Um, there was a, a post from her her son on Facebook and outlined what had happened and gave a really nice little uh, eulogy there for her. But, uh, I mean, I, I'd never read any of her stuff but you know her you know interview with a vampire very popular mm-hmm. uh, and just mm-hmm. all those kinds of those kinds of things and I, I have a lot of friends on my list and in some of my groups who are really big into her writing and it's just i mean it's it's it, it's some really groundbreaking stuff that she left and mm-hmm. so and it seems like she she'd been ill for for a little while. So
1: well, she had a stroke.
3: Dad yeah, had a stroke, and which that's that's just not a good deal anyway. So no, I mean I mean it, it's never it's never easy to lose a, a family member or anyone like that. And I just I just remember my when my grandma she had a little stroke and she just never was quite the same. And it was almost uh. Mm-hmm almost a relief when she did pass but it's still sad and so yeah for sure but she definitely left behind quite the body of work to remember yes. her by so thank goodness for that
1: yep mm-hmm. yep and then um mike nesmith of yeah. the monkeys
0: yes this passed is a away shocker the
1: age of 78 apparently of natural causes is what they're saying but considering that the he and mickey have been on kind of the the retirement farewell tour for like the monkeys franchise um uh, mm-hmm. for a while and literally just had their last show of that tour last month i have a friend who Mm -hmm. was at that show (laughs) and she's like i just yeah she's like i just saw him (laughs) Mm -hmm. so but um i think it was sean had posted because he and mel had had gone to that show when it came through kansas city and he said then it seemed like mickey was uh, or uh, mike was kind of tired Mm-hmm. Uh, so who knows and we'll probably actually never know and that's that you know no. it's not not our place to know no and uh, right
3: kind of but what it, i've noticed with some mu- with musicians is you know maybe they get the diagnosis and they're just like screw it i just you know i want to go out with with my boots on so to speak so show must mm-hmm.
4: go on yep
3: yes i mean freddie mercury he may have not yep. have been performing live, but they were recording to the very end of mm-hmm. his life. Yes. So I, I yep. kind of, I kind of get the feeling like this, this is probably the similar thing. Like he maybe knew he was not, not doing well, and he's like, you know what? Let's just, let's just go out with a bang.
0: Mm-hmm.
3: And that's apparently what they did. So, yeah. Yep. Yeah. No, nothing but respect for that.
1: Yeah. it's just it's just wild to think there's only one of them left yeah
3: exactly
1: yeah
4: (laughs) yeah yeah i pulled out my monkeys season one and two dvds and started watching some of them it's like if you or even if you you have a chance to check some of that stuff out on youtube i mean it's slapstick oddball comedy but i mean Mm -hmm. just the comedic timing the musicianship I mean, I didn't know until I read one a, a little bit more about, like, he actually wrote different drum that Linda Ronstadt made a hit out of. And it's like, wow. <laughs> well, yeah. He left
0: a mark. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Yep.
2: So
1: oh my
2: yeah
1: well in i guess happier (laughs) news moving on to some happier things Um, oh
3: i i I didn't realize they were still doing these movies i'm like oh okay yeah (laughs) i'm like well i guess jk rowling is you know she sleeps on a bed of gold bars so you know she's just gonna say i don't care if the last one didn't do well Move on. I'm like okay, yeah. But uh another Fantastic Beasts movie, The Secrets of Dumbledore, and it's like, yeah. does he have any left? Yeah, really. Yeah.
1: <laughs> it's like, where do you know? We've had this discussion. when yes. We were talking yes, about we when they dropped the title. That's and... right.
3: I was like, I said that. I'm like, wait a minute. This I'm yeah. having a I'm having a moment of déjà vu. But yes, yeah, the Secrets <laughs> of Dumbledore, and I'm like, I don't think I can handle anymore. But okay so it's a thing i mean i this is it's
1: this, this is not a not a uh a, a soapbox that we need to be no, <laughs> getting no, no, on right now
3: no no
1: no um we will be talking for that later yeah yeah but i i do have to say that like i do enjoy um eddie redmayne's portrayal yes. of news yeah. commander and mm-hmm um you know it's again i I don't want to i don't want to start opening up you know pandora's box but it's like you know it looks like maybe mads mickelson's portrayal of grindelwald might be interesting it it kind of sucks what happened to johnny depp
3: well especially
1: good things that we learned after the fact
3: yeah Uh, that mm -hmm. was that was Mm -hmm yeah but i'll refrain because we want to keep this a pg yeah uh, (laughs) that's a discussion discussion for
1: another time too yeah but (laughs) that was
3: that was i was to say it it was a dick move
1: yeah yes yeah Yeah, (laughs) very very much so yeah there's a reason that we have the phrase innocent until proven guilty
3: yes so yes uh, you know I'll just leave it that at that, does, that but that doesn't that doesn't apply to the court of public opinion apparently yeah unfortunately but anyway yeah. regardless yeah
1: I, mean, look, I, do, it, I i do like yeah. i do like newt uh it, it's gonna be fun to see him running around with his friends especially jacob jacob <laughs>
2: yes <laughs> i loved it the bit of him when i think he was like the Hogwarts students <laughs> like, yeah oh that's mm-hmm. gonna be cute
0: <laughs>
4: yes <laughs> Just don't get him anywhere near the whopping willow or Uh, anything like that. Oh, goodness. It would be interesting if you could bump into a young Hagrid. Yeah.
3: (laughs) (laughs) That would be
1: nice. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I mean, uh, all the public stuff aside, you know, the the wizarding world is still fun to play in
3: this is this is yes. true and I, I do like newt scamander and mm-hmm. it, it's just like okay let's let's just keep it light-hearted fun we don't have to go into the heavy lore type of stuff because we did that yeah let's, let's just let's just mm-hmm. play around with this have yeah a good time. Yes. i mean it's called There's...
1: fantastic beasts give us the fantastic beasts
3: absolutely right? mm-hmm. i I want to see
1: all the crazy animals that we have we you know that some we've only been name dropped in the books and some that we've never Mm -hmm. even heard of before
2: can we get more of like what the most like majority of the first movie was like until like the end
3: yeah yeah that's what i that was my favorite part of the first movie was just mm -hmm. it's newt scamander he's this kind of this Is kind of he's just kind of this odd duck and he's got his Mm -hmm. favorite he's a hufflepuff he's a hufflepuff (laughs) it's like you know what i mean hufflepuff might not be my absolute favorite because reasons but (laughs) you know what (laughs) you know he was just fun to watch like he just gets into like the the magic zoology which there's a word for you but uh (laughs) just he's He's adorable. Let's let's have some more of that and and a little less mm-hmm. of the heavy, earth shattering magic kind of stuff. That was that was what really, uh, got me into Harry Potter in the first place. Like this is so cute, and there's magic and adventure mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. heroics.
4: And if the Niffler has a cousin, I wouldn't mind.
3: <laughs> ah yes, <that's- laughs> just don't wreck my house, please.
4: Mm-hmm. Exactly
3: all the shiny objects
1: yes
4: <laughs>
1: <laughs> uh, gotta love a niffler mm-hmm. yep i smell my cat is half
4: niffle <laughs> probably is <laughs> and that's <Sneasel>. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever. Yeah. I that
3: too <laughs> especially this time of year cats are like prone to uh, seek out those shiny objects
2: yes I do love seeing the creative ways of how people decorate the Christmas tree when they have cats.
3: <laughs> yep. Mm-hmm. My, my favorite one is someone put it upside down on the ceiling and I'm like, yes. I have no idea how you did that, but I respect you for doing it.
4: <laughs> <laughs> Mad skills. Mm-hmm.
3: Yes, you have to get creative with pets and children.
4: Yep. Mm-hmm.
3: Although sometimes, especially with kids, you just kind of have to let them let them play with the ornaments. Yep. <laughs> Alex kept handing me uh, tree ornaments. while we we were downstairs watching ducktails the, the new ducktails because he wanted to, and we have a, we have a tree upstairs and a tree downstairs, and he kept bringing me the ornaments like the hook fell off, and I'm like, and how did that happen? Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> so you know, it was cute, and he I'd hand him to him, and he put them back on exactly where they were. So, oh, no harm, no foul.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. all right speaking of shiny things uh (laughs) something shiny that a niffler might go after is a golden globe award uh so (laughs) it's crazy enough to think that we're talking about award season again but here we are so we've got it
3: feels feels like this pops up i I know i know it's i know it actually doesn't but it feels like it pops up every couple of months (laughs) I yeah. I don't know why. But here we are.
1: Yeah. Yep. So we've got the nominees for upcoming Golden Globes. Um which uh you remember they break up their categories between dramas and musical/comedy which musicals um, can I understand be dramatic so yeah. They someone take offense <laughs> to to this. Yeah, I never yeah. understood that. To the particular decision, but you know, yeah know, I'm not in charge. Yeah. So whatever. Um I mean,
3: I guess they could make the musicals its own thing, except how many musicals are there in T V and movies, really? That, I mean yeah, there, exactly. there are some, but I don't know if it's enough to
1: carry. Not it's enough every year to constitute its yeah, own I was category. Yeah,
3: say. Mm-hmm.
2: it's just it's just it's sad odd as that, that, that
1: makes me. Can... <laughs> more but... musicals. <sighs> mm-hmm. and, I mean, more and more
2: shows. Well, they seem just to have at least a me- musical episode. Yeah, yeah. seems like.
3: <laughs> well, if they stop mm-hmm. tanking at the box office, they could probably do a little better.
1: Yeah. Uh. So uh yeah so nominees um yeah best wish of picture drama i haven't seen any of these yet but dune is in there Uh, which
3: i am i that one i'm excited about because i mean i mm -hmm. i enjoyed dune i don't know what people who haven't read the book think about it because i really because a lot of people i know have read the book (laughs) Or at least
4: move. I, To be honest, I just started reading and I saw the movie first and I I enjoyed the movie. Okay. I mean I enjoy both versions, the the sting one and the this mm-hmm. new ones.
3: So. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, this I mean, they're they're both they're both good in their own way. Yes. And they're both they both mm-hmm. have flaws, but I, I really I honestly i I I enjoyed this one, with the caveat that we've only seen half the story so far.
4: Right, um, we have but, it in the but, but the
3: but the eighty four version also um like like skipped over probably the second half of the story. So I'm actually glad that they split it in two. But it's just I don't know. It's interesting that it got nominated. I am pleasantly surprised because I'm like because I would totally be one of those like yes nominate it it was Mm -hmm. awesome but Mm -hmm. we'll see if it if it takes home any hardware
1: yeah um i thought this was interesting i haven't seen any of these yet although there are two on here that i do want to see. that the actress in a motion picture drama of the five nominees four of them are ladies playing real people
3: there, if there's one thing that a that a, that a uh awards committee likes is uh real life real life you know <laughs> yeah. based on a true story biopics biography that kind of thing even yeah uh, and it's not it's not limited to um uh movies and tv also you know books like on, on our committee for picture books for the beehive awards here uh, that i'm on there were quite a few on the long list that we're considering for next year that are based on a true story, not necessarily bio- biographical, but you know, it's it's sort of it's like okay, there are good books that aren't necessarily true story based, but whatever. Mm-hmm. But yeah, uh, yeah, you want You want to win an award, or you know, tell a story about a, a real a person who really lived, whether or not it's any uh or whether or not it's accurate uh, well yeah
1: <laughs> yeah i just thought that was interesting i was like well that's a that's based on a real person that's a real person that's a real person that's a real person i had to look on the one olivia coleman is nominated for it, i'm like oh that's based on a book it's a fictional story but that's that's thought that it was kind of interesting that
3: but i'm sure i'm sure it's yeah. literary <laughs>
1: yeah um so uh best motion motion best, i can't speak best motion picture musical or comedy uh i actually have seen one of these because i've seen tick tick boom
3: <laughs> so, well, there you go
1: which is actually really good uh west side story the new west side story is also nominated as well so um And again, since I've seen Tick, Tick, Boom, I can attest that yes, Andrew Garfield's performance and that probably does deserve a nomination for actor, motion picture, musical, or comedy. Um, Emma Stone got nominated for her role in Cruella.
3: Well, that's interesting. Okay, then. Yeah. I find it
1: interesting that the you've got actor and actress in a motion picture drama, musical or comedy, but when you get to supporting, it does not differentiate between the two. It could be either. Mm. (laughs) So, (laughs) because it's like you've got a nominee for best supporting actress from West Side Story, but then you've got uh you know uh, nominees from movies that are obviously in the drama category so weird uh oh.
0: <laughs> who knows
1: yeah uh doo-doo-doo. best director motion picture kenneth barana uh who we know uh, steven spielberg for west side story Dennis Villeneuve for Dune. Mm-hmm. Uh da-da-da. uh motion picture animated. We got five nominees, three of them are Disney <laughs> Slash Pixar. So mm, I, I got <laughs> yeah. yeah. Encanto, Luca, and Ryan the Last Dragon. So <laughs> I seen any of
3: them. If I if I had to guess, I would say Encanto would probably get it, just because it's well, okay, it is fantasy, but not like high fantasy, and also the animation on Luca, it's not <laughs> the greatest. Hmm. But I don't know. I it I, uh, it uh,
1: could also be that because that's the newest, and therefore it's going to be more in right. people's minds too because ryan the last dragon seems like it came out forever ago
3: well this year <laughs> yeah. this year i mean it, for all the talk that 2020 felt like it lasted forever i feel like this year has been like 10 years
1: yeah
3: and raya came out like what march yeah april somewhere in the it was spring. really
1: early on yeah
3: so yeah. yeah i'm like i'm like oh yeah that was just in you know that was just earlier this year yeah. dang i just swear it came out five years ago
1: yeah, yeah. <laughs> um let's see here uh okay so in the golden globes it's movies and television uh mm-hmm. so uh t- drama not really anything we really care about television series musical or comedy though um I'm excited to see this uh, for best television series, musical or comedy. Uh, I don't really know the others. I know of Ted Lasso, but I've never watched it. But only Murders in the Building. (laughs) 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 And then both Steve Martin and Martin Short got nominated for actor in a television series. Although I'm kind of sad because Selita Gomez did not get nominated. I know
4: that was a... Mm. Don't know how I feel about that one. I think they missed the boat. <laughs> yeah,
3: there's always there's always at least one snub. Yep.
1: Um, actor in a limited series, anthology series, or motion picture made for television. Paul Bettany for WandaVision. Ooh, and that Ooh.
3: that doesn't surprise. The reason it surprises me, it's like, oh, you guys are giving awards for you know Marvel stuff that's awesome
5: mm-hmm. and you
3: know it's just not something i really thought i'd see but i'm i enjoyed wandavision and that was in no small part due to paul bettany and elizabeth olsen so it's mm-hmm. like and sweet.
1: elizabeth was nominated as this, well
3: yes in the so
1: complimentary actress category so yeah yeah but the uh, we'll
3: see if they win. I really yeah, hope so.
1: The awards are scheduled for January ninth, but it's not going to be televised. No, so oh. the the, the uh, television uh, stream, whatever the proper terminology, is, broadcast um, has been canceled because hmm. of issues behind the on the back side so yeah nbc canceled the telecast uh because of issues with the hollywood foreign press so who knows what's gonna happen as far as the yeah you know, they'll just make an announcement like it'll they did just, with the nominations just, i don't know
3: <laughs> i don't know maybe it'll just be a youtube video someone reading off here's who won probably and you can could pick it could be that's and what they we'll, do with
1: the nominations anyway so
3: yeah they'll uh <laughs> They'll 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 mail you your award whoever wins <laughs> yeah <laughs> or something yeah so so award season yay question
1: mark <laughs> mm-hmm. um and then in
3: I, I gotta say they're 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 kind of they're kind of ballsy giving up all that uh, guaranteed ratings and and. Uh, ad revenue but okay yeah
1: apparently there's some issues in the back end with well, Hollywood for yeah. form press and with like financial things and some other things and i didn't i didn't go down that rabbit hole of reading yeah. up on it so
3: well i'm just yeah i mean i'm just like it must be bad they're, if they're, they're just yeah. not gonna because they've been I mean, put in timeout yeah <laughs>
1: essentially mm-hmm. yeah as far as tv is concerned yeah like, you can nominate people you can hand out the awards but you're not gonna like you're not gonna do it on tv
3: so you're not gonna put on a show yeah in this case the show will not go on
1: nope no oops, oops. at least not far as that one
3: mm-hmm.
1: So, but that's a whole other yes the, all these awards are their own organization so this doesn't mean that like the emmys and not the academy awards will be affected if anybody yeah. happens to be like oh does that mean there's not going to be any oscars like no those are
3: completely
1: different television productions so
3: unless somebody does something stupid between now and oscar time yeah i don't know what that could be but yeah i'm not even gonna speculate
1: <laughs> yeah um and then uh are we really surprised at this no are our wallets oh. crying as they do every time we get this announcement. Yes, yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, but really, in no, in no shock whatsoever. Big Finish has announced that they have yet again extended their license with the BBC for the use of Doctor Who in the Big Finish audios. It is now extended through the thirty first of March, twenty thirty. <laughs>
3: So there you go. <laughs> Our wallets cry, but we <laughs> I mean, rejoice. I mean, they're doing they're doing a special run of box sets for the Fifth Doctor's fortieth anniversary. They got to yeah. go through. They got to go through everybody when they get down to, uh, you know, all all the all the classic Doctors. Like, hey, by the way, this is you know the fortieth anniversary of the Sixth Doctor and of the Seventh Doctor. It's yeah. Like, Oh, We're you gonna feel the when it's the 40th,
2: the ninth, doctor.
3: Oh my oh, gosh. Ooh. Yeah, I, I, I get the feeling. No matter what happens with the, with the show on TV, I think Big Finish is just gonna keep on keeping on. Or I, know, oh, I yeah, mean, yeah. as long as the BBC will give them the license, and well we'll talk about mm-hmm. that later. Um. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, so yay, Big Finish, more Big Finish for the foreseeable future. And it's gonna be fun.
2: Yeah. Yep.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. So uh
3: thanks, Big Finish. Yep.
1: Mm-hmm.
3: <laughs> My bank account curses your name, but I uh-huh. am, I yeah. am happy about this. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> although, that, although with the with the just the sheer volume of what they keep putting out now that they've Kind of ditch the not, not, I don't want to say ditch the main range because you can still get it, but just kind of they've changed the way that they've started, that they've released these. It, it feels like there's a lot more that they've been doing, and it's like, oh wow, it's, I can't get everything like I used to because mm-hmm. it's just, it's just, I got to be more choosy. Yeah. I mean, it's yeah, all great. It's if just- you've
1: got, you know a big wad of cash just sitting around waiting to be spent on something though you mm-hmm. can pre-order a complete bundle of all of 2022's mm-hmm. box sets Woo! don't tempt me for only 274 pounds i don't know what that equals to in american dollars <laughs>
3: Uh, if you if you pay with paypal it can't it uh it calculates yeah. it for you and don't ask me how i know that
1: <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah
4: me yeah same here chris yeah. same here Wink, wink, nudge nudge
1: yeah <laughs> see yeah so that pretty that gives you pretty much everything that's on the docket for next year and that includes fifth doctor adventures eighth doctor adventures uh to nice bring doctor. back Charlie
3: Pollard, yeah, oh yes. third
1: doctor, oh. some fourth doctor, some more eighth doctor, and some first uh, first doctor. <laughs> so, or okay. if you don't
4: want to wait and do the bundle, you can just wait till the email plops into your
3: yeah. email
4: almost every yeah.
3: other day. Although, if, if you do, sale. yeah, if you do want to save a little cash, um, I would suggest pre-ordering them because. Typically yes. the, the box sets will be 20 bucks on pre-order <laughs> as opposed to like a month after they're released to go up to like 25 or 30, depending on uh, what's in yep. what, what, what it is. So mm. and sometimes there'll be sales, but uh, yeah. So if you, if there's one, you, you get the email and you like, Ooh, that one looks like looks good. Jump on that pre-order bandwagon. Cause it's yeah. going to get, it's just going to go up. Mm-hmm. You might, you might save yourself well,
1: yeah money. that that 274 <laughs> pound price is for the collector's edition cds you can mm. save yourself of uh, almost 40 quid if you do the digital downloads it's only 237 pounds
3: which so, i do mm. the digital download because well, i've always done it even before uh corona chan decided to wreak havoc with our lives but yeah. um it's you, know, you, don't worry, seven, you don't have to worry about that's yeah that, i mean that's seven titles yeah just
1: on its own so when you yeah. break that down per and title it's, it's probably yeah. pretty darn good actually oh yeah oh yeah, yeah. once
3: once you but um but yeah so and and the downloads are yours to keep so you can even like download them to your hard drive which they do suggest that you do and yeah. even if for some reason they lose the license which you know is not happening anytime soon not, but
1: until, 2030.
3: Can, <laughs> not until 2030 when they'll probably okay. renegotiate and extend it even before then yeah yeah <laughs> um but yeah so they'll but you can no matter what happens it's yours to keep
5: yep
3: (laughs) so there you go yeah and it's you know it's good doctor who in perpetuity Mm -hmm. yes it's never goes out of style
1: yeah it is it's more time separates from what has you know aired in the, the new series big finish is more likely to you know we're only going to get more and more of the new who yeah folks Mm -hmm. it's just there there has to be a certain amount of time Mm -hmm. from airing to where big finish is allowed to start using those characters so yeah it's only a matter of time before we start getting i mean we've already started getting the lost centurion
3: which Mm -hmm. is essentially
1: roy so yeah yeah, it's only a matter of time before we start getting matt's doctor yeah. and
3: it's that i mean they, they they have done stories in the peter capaldi era that like those those like matt and peter they kind of have to wait for the actors to be available and yeah and so that that, that that's, that's a thing they, they, they are
1: they, they are a little a little busy yeah yeah
3: and, so. i mean and they have done stuff with I, I'm pretty sure they've done Martha stories, yeah, because they did the year of Martha. Uh, oh yeah, the story yeah. of Martha Jones. Mm-hmm. So, you know, Freema Agyeman's come on, uh, and Catherine Tate's been, done, done a couple box sets.
1: Yeah, you know, I was actually Hyper. listening to one of. Yeah, we've got uh, Tenth
3: yeah, we've, Doctor.
1: It's yeah, just, the Tenth yeah. Doctors
3: come on and done. Yeah, like all all the Doctor and the companions. We've had the Ninth yeah. Doctor, so it's just. It's like, come no, on, Matt. You gotta clear your series. schedule. <laughs> <laughs> Matt's got to clear his schedule so you know just just come over for a weekend and, and record a box set that's mm-hmm. all just a couple of days mm-hmm. they have good lunches apparently mm-hmm. <laughs> or so they <laughs> say you, all don't the... have to
1: travel. you could just set up a home recording studio and.
3: oh that's true they, yeah. they have... you got a
1: spare closet and if you need pointers just ask uh, yep. Peter Davison
3: yep mm-hmm. <laughs> so there's Matt there's no excuse <laughs> Mm-hmm. You know whatever whatever your next big movie is just say hey I'm going to go record this and send it over to send it over to uh, upload it to to Big Finish's Dropbox or however they do it. <laughs> and there you go. We have 11th doctor. <laughs> oh goodness.
2: <laughs> I miss the 11th doctor. Though. <laughs> I was I was on a rabbit hole today of like watching River Song and the Eleventh Doctor video, mm-hmm. uh, videos on YouTube, so it's kind of yeah. nostalgic. Oh,
3: <laughs> like I said, we were watching the new Ducktales earlier today, and you know David Tennant plays Uncle Scrooge, and gosh, it's like oh, it makes me want to go back and rewatch Tenth Doctor. Yeah, episodes, mm-hmm. even though you know he's very Scottish in Ducktales, but it's like it's it's still him.
1: Yep. Well, all right there's that uh real quick uh gold standard this month's patreon choice is now available for patron supporters we did the george clooney movie michael clayton <laughs> so which is a sort of corporate Greed. Thriller.
3: <laughs> so. I hear corporate greed and thriller and I'm like. Yeah. Uh, it's okay. it, it's like.
1: It's got slightly more action than. Something like Aaron Brockovich. Mm hmm but not as much action as something like i was i was using like the bourne mood jason bourne movies is my (laughs) example of that but i think that's a bit too far
3: yeah i was gonna say like that when i hear thriller i think like jason bourne tom clancy um, you would think it's like a tom clancy type thing but it's not quite as action Okay. action-y so
1: you know think like aaron brockovich or like all the president's men that type
3: so so queer. kind of a, a, a political not, yeah. not not political but in that same category yeah. kind of
1: yeah oh people doing bad crap for very bad reasons because they have no morals <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah And it's George Clooney. And no team leverage in sight. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, no.
3: I miss team leverage sometimes. Mm -hmm. I know I can watch them on the the electric uh, TV app or whatever it's called, but I miss them.
5: Yeah.
1: Yeah. So um, if you're a Patreon supporter for Gold Standard, then that's available for you. And if you're not, what you waiting for? <laughs> no. We've been doing the Patreon thing for like more than a year now, and you immediately get access to all of our Patreon exclusives. So there you got go. A lot of content to listen to there. Yes. Yes. Quite so
3: Yeah. So it's not just, you know, Oscar movies that you may or may not have heard of. It's also, yes. you know. You get a, you get a request, hey, why don't why don't why don't we have a gold standard crew do... Link, whatever uh-huh. is your favorite movie,
4: yep. Mm-hmm. We are slowly checking off the list of certain views, <laughs> yes. <laughs> wink wink nudge nudge i could be a i could be obliged to make a request here or there.
1: Yeah. <laughs> and i may have not so subtly pointed holly in certain directions yes <laughs> like, i, I, I mean, really I love to, to do these to particular movies yes <laughs> they, they, I, I might they, need a later Picture, and therefore we'll never get to them unless any requests <laughs>
4: Oh, the so obliged so, because usually it's in the same vein yes. that I want to request, and I'm like, yep. "What do I want?" So if Help. you want to
3: save Rachel's sanity, yeah. <laughs> so you can uh, you, you can become a patron on Patreon and request things that are a little more um,
1: per speed,
3: per speed. Yes, yeah, so let's yeah. say that.
1: Yeah. So, yeah. Oh, oh. All right, moving on to feedback we got some feedback from shaleen thank
4: you as always
1: yes, yes indeed uh, so yeah. she says the, the musical assassins which you mentioned in our feedback last week which i did not know what it was apparently it is a musical about assassins who have either successfully uh, killed or attempted to assassinate an american president so oh like John Wilkes Booth, who killed Lincoln, and Lee Harvey Oswald, who killed JFK. <laughs> huh.
3: Someone made a musical out of that. Okay. Stephen Sondheim did, apparently did. <laughs> wow. Well, there is nothing that cannot be become a musical, apparently, because,
1: apparently, wow. Hey, you know, why not?
3: Why not indeed?
1: I mean, if they can turn turn shrek into a musical and have it be successful why not
3: well, i was gonna i thought you were gonna say if they could turn cats given what its source material is <laughs> yeah that too
1: uh geez yeah uh anyway. appar- apparently she the the when she was in college the college uh, put that particular one on so that's how she saw it um and then she has also watched tick tick boom good girl um And yes, they did have someone play Stephen Sondheim. Like I said, Stephen Sondheim appears on screen, played by Bradley Whitford, who was on the West Wing. Uh, (laughs) But Stephen Sondheim also, actual Stephen Sondheim appears, but not visually. So... um, Oh, uh, and then she said, uh, the talking about the Alan Mencken and Friends special because we were like, Oh, I wonder where you can watch that. Apparently, she's on it is on Disney Plus as an extra for Beauty and the Beast. Oh, okay,
0: good to
1: know.
2: Cool. I always forget to look in the the extras because there's some there are some good stuff, like there's. Some commentary in some of them, some bloopers, some um
1: deleted scenes
2: in the yeah. extras in Disney Plus.
1: Yeah, I'm well, glad that they seeing... have that 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 on mm-hmm. Disney Plus because there's yeah. one thing that you miss mm-hmm. a lot of times with streaming as opposed mm-hmm. to having a disc is all yeah. those fun little extras.
3: Yeah, that was always the best part of of the discs, the DVDs and Blu-rays. It's like where are the interviews and the behind the scenes mm-hmm. stuff and. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like if they have everything on streaming,
2: I would glad I would act honestly gladly buy DVD or Blu Ray if it was just the special features. Maybe I'm just weird, but I would do
3: that. I I mean, it's kind of why I don't think physical media is going to go away completely. Yeah, uh, just yeah. because there are some things you just it's not feasible to put on streaming. um mm-hmm. I mean, and I could just be talking out of my butt here, because I'm like, please don't go anywhere physical media, because I love you, and I, I want to, you know, I mean, streaming is convenient, yes, but, mm-hmm. you know, someone could delete that with a with a button, with a push of a button, or, you know, yeah. stuff goes off Netflix and comes back on, and it's not always there.
2: It's like like i was in the middle of watching something on netflix they took it down and they put it on something i didn't have and i couldn't really buy it like i was so mad
3: like, yeah what? for sure i can do the show i know so it's like i don't know at work i kind of deal with this like people are all like our collection um selectors are all like oh you know streaming is it's that's the wave of the future and we don't need to keep our stuff it's like no 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 we need to keep it stop it People still -hmm. want the DVDs and stuff. But I don't know.
1: know. Yep. Um, And then, of course, talking about Walt Disney. Our big 350th episode last week. Um, Something we didn't really talk about it was walt being portrayed in media um which he really hasn't uh but like we have like saving mr banks um and um but she mentions aside from saying mr bank she says i think there's a little uh movie about Walt Disney about how he came a cartoonist She says it doesn't know it's released in theaters it's a tv movie i don't know if it was ever released in theaters i believe the movie she's talking about is walt before mickey
3: mm, okay hmm. which
1: um you can currently watch free on imdb tv uh 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 uh, you can check around the internet um i watched it a few years ago it came out in 2015 um it's uh, fairly i mean the big stuff it's historically accurate you know actual conversations between people who knows how accurate they are um yeah i mean so um but i I, it was good you know so all things considering so um the funny is uh roy disney is played by john hedder and napoleon dynamite <laughs> so
3: no. okay i am having a really hard time picturing that i don't me too it. i don't doubt he could do it just you know i mean he's not he, he doesn't just play you know the, the 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 dumb weirdo or whatever but it's like ah uh, okay i gotta figure that one out i gotta wrap yeah. my head around that one yeah
1: yeah I'm I'm assuming that that's a movie that Shalane is referring to. She didn't put a name in there, and that's the only one that I. That's the only other movie I know of that, mm-hmm. like at least mainstream. That's not like a fan done movie where somebody has portrayed Walt Disney in a feature length movie. Pardon me.
3: Yeah, hmm. which um, I don't know. Sometimes I I'm like I'm a little surprised that they <laughs> that there aren't more like a like a biopic about walt disney i mean i i'm sure the disney company is like very protective of how he is portrayed and how
1: which is why the yeah you know one right. of the few times that he's been portrayed in a movie is played by america's dad
3: So and it was a Disney movie.
1: (laughs) Yes. Yep. -hmm. And they had complete control over it. So yes. It's like we're gonna do this and it's gonna be played by Time Tom Hanks. No if, ands, or buts about
3: it. (laughs) So (laughs) it's just it's just interesting, like for a personality like Walt Disney and for how big of a reach he's had throughout the years, it's kinda like it's one of those things that's like you would think, but no.
1: Um, And then she asks if we have seen the DVD collection called Walt Disney's Treasures.
3: Uh, Yeah, I know which one she's talking about. Yeah, yeah, they're like, I don't think they make them anymore. I actually looked online last week to see like, oh, I wonder if we can still get these. Yeah, no, they came in like a steel case. They're not steel book, but like the one we had was like all the cartoons from like well, the world war ii it was like disney at yeah war, that's or... what she says yeah, yeah. um like uh, i mentioned it last week it's the one where uh donald uh, donald duck dreams that he's a nazi or you know he's he's living in nazi germany and it, it kind of really lampoons the the propaganda of what it was like and i'm like oh my donald if you only knew but yeah <laughs> but it was yeah i but people are always like oh no there was a cartoon where donald duck was a nazi I'm like guys it was a dream like good grief <laughs> people it's just like take...
1: it's not that he necessarily was a nazi he just happened to be living in nazi occupied yeah. germany
3: yeah he was, <laughs> he was he was he was having a nightmare he was in sake. the
1: wrong place at the wrong time yeah
3: <laughs> and, and the yeah. point was like yeah these are you know the enemy quote unquote and you know you you know he's grateful that he lives in the united states by the end and it's i mean the 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 last part to to modern sensibilities it sounds a little hokey but at the same time it's like think about what was going on at the time and why this would have why why this would have been um why this 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 particular cartoon would have been produced it is it, it's a fun one to watch i i think you can pull it up on youtube and then there's one about it's called or there's one about, um like kids growing up in Nazi Germany, and that one is that one is propaganda-ish, but it is very well done. has a as a cartoon and as a as a short. So anyway, it's it it was a fun it's it's a fun collection to look at just for historic for for nothing else but for historical purposes and just to kind of get in that mindset of someone living at that time. And this was the kind of entertainment that was available, you know, you know, and encouraging people to, you know, support the war effort and to,
0: mm-hmm. you know, it just,
3: it just, just how much of an impact the war had. And, and there, there were other sets of, of the Walt Disney treasures too. I just always remember that one. Cause first off we bought it at Disneyland. <laughs> and second <laughs> off, I just, I, I enjoyed it quite a bit. Cause I just, I just sat down and watched the whole thing and I'm like, Oh, I love this because it just it tickled my Disney bone and it tickled my history buff bone so Mm. it was a good one but so if you can find any of those box sets I don't think you can I mean you can probably get them off Amazon for a for a hefty chunk of change but they're and there's different ones they're not all you know heavy oh here's what Disney did in in during wartime there's some there's some lighter like the goofy collection or something like that Mm -hmm.
1: So like so. all the ones where Goofy tries different sports. And I really love I love
3: Disney or, or Goofy cartoons where it's like how to be or how to yes. do. Or,
1: how to play football. How to ski. Yeah. yeah. Mm.
3: My favorite one is How to Be a Sailor. Because <laughs> he does. <laughs> I don't know why. It's just one I always watched when I was little and I would like do the little dance where he falls off the the ship because he, he danced off too far. <laughs> mm oh
1: goofy. Yeah, be careful when day. you're doing those uh shanty jigs. Yes. You're not standing mm-hmm. too close to the uh the uh the edge of the deck.
3: <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. That is, that is one set that I really i I I'm I am kicking myself for missing out on because I would have loved to sit down and just watch all those.
1: Yeah.
4: Mm-hmm. Disney Plus, if you're listening. Mm-hmm. And Humphrey
3: the Bear, please. <laughs> oh yes, Humphrey the Bear. <laughs> I love Humphrey keep your bees mm-hmm. off government property <laughs>
0: uh-huh.
3: i don't know why that line just cracks me up but i it just did.
4: <laughs> mm-hmm. well and, so and the trash sh- the litter song
3: <laughs> oh yeah first you take it down bump, bump, oh. i can't remember the lyrics i just remember the tune
1: mm-hmm. oh my
4: and then Humphrey trying to sneak in to Donald's place and he has to pretend he's the bear rug.
3: <laughs> oh, yeah, because it's, it's wintertime. They're hibernating and like all the bears are squashed in there. So he sneaks into Donald's cabin. <laughs> uh, oh, those were classic. I loved them.
1: See, Disney, you would not be hurting getting money out of people.
3: <laughs> make these collections available. or put yep. them on Disney Plus. They will make
1: both. you money.
3: Yes, you guys. You <laughs> mm-hmm. guys want money? Well, here's some. Here's some free ideas. All we ask is, just make them affordable. Hmm. Mm-hmm. Maybe a coupon or something.
0: Yeah.
1: <laughs> oh, so, uh, going back to Shellades feedback. Uh, uh, i guess linda malton was the host of the Walt well, Disney treasures um mm-hmm. uh, and then she finishes by saying that she, when she was younger she loved alice in wonderland and thought it was funny and cute uh, apparently she had some friends that thought it was scary but it didn't seem seemed scary to her which i can see that yeah that was yeah i'm sure that was you know something that when they decided which you know fairy tales or popular mm-hmm. stories to adapt into cartoons it's like you know how well is this gonna go over <laughs> right. how, you know, how much do we need to adjust from this original source material <laughs> that yeah. that is you know tends to be a bit more uh not Roof so happy-go-lucky
3: something. yeah yeah, do we do we have to you know do we have to have the stepsisters cut off parts of their feet so that the glass slipper will fit their, their mm-hmm.
1: feet? Exactly. Oh, so, well, thank you, Shalane, for your feedback as yes, always. Indeed. We do Gives appreciate it.
3: Adds to our discussion for sure. Mm-hmm
1: so we'll move on to this week's main topic speaking of doctor who not big finish uh yet <laughs> give it some time maybe the time they hit that 2030 uh yeah. jody maybe in big finish
3: <laughs> very possible
1: she won't be the doctor anymore <laughs> by the end
3: of
1: 2022
3: so uh yeah so i I, I wonder if they have like just scripts for different doctors just waiting so like you know when when peter capaldi or whoever or matt smith they're they're available and they're like hey so by the way we got probably got a story we got a story we want you to do come take a Mm -hmm. look at it i'm I'm
1: sure they probably at least have some loose ideas Mm -hmm. stuff outlined for particular doctors because i know they will fit you know that doctor's personality or yeah whatever i'm sure it probably makes it easier to negotiate too coming into it because they would be like yeah we're ready for you we have stuff you know you're not gonna be sitting around waiting Mm
5: -hmm.
1: so But, uh... but for right now jody is still the standing doctor piloting the tardis for a little while longer and she is now finished i guess technically her final full season (laughs) so full series we'll call series instead of season yeah considering it was only six episodes (laughs) but they were long episodes (laughs) so longer than your stereotypical tv program episodes so but this time we have a overarching plot story um in this case the flux
2: i'm
3: trying not to giggle because i just the, the the flux sounds like something
1: it makes me think of the flux capacitor from back to the
3: future so well yes if it said if it was flux capacitor but it's just flux and i'm thinking like oh my
1: yeah (laughs) In, in this case it's like it's a noun but it's also a verb and also kind of an adjective uh because unlike other tv series or seasons where we can go like episode by episode Mm
0: -hmm.
1: and build upon you know the subsequent episodes till we reach you know the big climax we can't really do that with this just because it literally time is in flux and therefore it is very wibbly wobbly timey wimey throughout all six episodes uh, so, yeah, we really can't go episode by episode because it's not chronological. Um, but it essentially is the flux as a thing, as a noun, is a weapon science experiment gone wrong something considering the way that the the way the division is using it i'm going to call it a weapon <laughs> honestly <laughs> cuz it's kind of like star lord i'm one of the idiots that lives in this universe and i'd like to see it survive uh so mm-hmm. um <laughs> so division which we learned very little about with the timeless yeah. children and everything um and the renegade doctor (laughs) um so yeah apparently the uh the the person who found the quote-unquote doctor all the way back when she was a child and we learned about the timeless child uh, tech tune, um in the process of after doing the experiments on the doctor and learning about regeneration and the, you know, the, the doctor becoming the person that we know now running around interfering, <laughs> which, you know, as far as the time lords are concerned they're not supposed to interfere uh so the doctor just straight up being the doctor uh tektoon created division i guess um and then created the flux and uh because of the multiverse uh is a, a thing that they can use the <laughs> flux and destroy individual universes. Um, Essentially, to stop the doctor from doing what the doctor does. Essentially, it's okay. it's, essentially, the doctor's mother is pissed off at the doctor for being <laughs> the doctor. All the things that we love about the doctor as a character, adopted mother Tecton is like pissed off that her child has like grown up to be their own person, and. Isn't like doing all the things that she wants them to do. <laughs> Basically,
3: <laughs> it's the Doctor Who version of the TVA.
4: Bingo, yes.
3: Kind of. But I mean the TVA, they're not
1: destroying universe, they're just resetting timelines. Well, what division is doing is they're taking the flux and it's literally like eating universes from the outside in to the point where they end up completely gone
3: so yeah so the tva i mean they 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 reset a timeline because it went off the rails and then the division is just it, it, it the tva is preventing an, an alternate timeline the flux is just destroying the alternate timeline and- essentially
1: they're like uh well there's we're not going to bother try to fix this we're just going to throw it down the garbage disposal
3: <laughs> yeah Yeah. basically
1: yeah just because they're pissed off at the doctor
3: it's like when she yeah. t- the doctor <laughs> was
1: having that moment with, with you know when she had been taken outside of the universe to kind of this little pocket uh where you know Tecton is doing her thing and just the way Tecton was talking to her she was just like she reminds me of just like a, a pissed off mom that's all like uh well I mean this is not as extreme an example, but it kind of makes me think of the same thing because I'm I've been watching the the Sex and the City reboot and just like that. And there's a scene where Charlotte, who has two daughters, and her oldest daughter is very much like her, very much very girly, loves, you know, all the girly things. And then her younger daughter is so not. <laughs> so they're having to get dressed to go to a piano recital. And she's got these really girly floral dresses for each of her daughters to wear. And the older daughter is all like, great, fabulous. Yeah, you know, puts a dress on absolutely happy about it younger daughter is like absolutely not i want to wear what i wear and she ends up wearing the dress but putting one of those tuxedo print t-shirts over top of it where it looks like a tuxedo but it's just mm-hmm. t-shirts yeah. and combat <laughs> boots and a wool hat
3: well Which, at, is, you at, know. yeah at <laughs> this point it's kind of like oh you're pissed at the doctor get in line so is everybody else yeah it's, yeah it's
1: like the the doctor already has enough issues as it is because you've got division you know instigating this flux, which is just making time just go absolutely screwy all over the place um so that like you know Santarans are able to go into the past and invade. So, by the time they get to our modern time, the Santarans have like complete control over the earth mm-hmm. um and then there's this this guy who just calls himself the Grand Serpent,"
3: because that's not pretentious at all that's I like, okay, I was getting where so somewhere many.
1: the master is going like, and yes. they thought I was full of myself calling myself a master
4: you know (laughs) you you stole my outfit you stole my style dressing
1: for the occasion my foot yeah really I mean this guy makes the master look like you know just a you know an annoying boss Mm -hmm. (laughs) ego got Mm -hmm. nothing the ego of this guy is five it's it's it's, five bazillion times worse than the masters i mean this is like the
4: multiverse bizarro world version of eric roberts the master yeah yeah this guy's a killing snake that can just go right into his body and come out whenever it wants to yeah
3: sounds painful Yeah.
1: yeah but like so this guy has got he also has the ability to time travel but if it, he doesn't age either so well he is he's teamed up with the Sontar it's I, I half expected this guy to be the master me too <laughs> oh I mean the way
4: that, I'm just like I mean he I was checking all the, the boxes shooters.
1: yeah yeah he was <laughs> he was checking a lot of master related boxes i mean until the until until the magic snake came out of his body you know until the magic snake came out of his body and i'm like yeah other than eric roberts master which is a one-off uh yeah i don't think this guy's a master i think he's just a a megalomaniac uh Mm -hmm. (laughs) with a power trip um or maybe he got a timestamp of all the master stuff and <laughs> from the Cybermen yes.
4: and
1: yeah, Ooh. no, I think this I guy's it. just I think this guy's just a net job. I uh, do. Um, so you got this guy teaming up with the Santarans all the way back in the past, and well, the Santarans are slowly building up their resources, whatever in the past so they can eventually take over earth he's doing what he can to help them by infiltrating the starts of Yo U- of unit the early days of unit mm-hmm. and working his way oh. through
4: this is gonna make unit time dating now so much more fun Yay!
1: yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah. There was a, i think it was travel in the vortex that they had shared a an article on twitter Somebody complaining about how the episode where they pseudo it kind of acknowledge the brigadier, but he's not the brigadier at that point. I um, considering the, the the time that it's set, it doesn't make sense for what we know of unit mm. adventures. But I was like well, first of all, we already know unit dating protocol doesn't mean jack squat. We learned that in Day of the Doctor. <laughs> Yeah mm-hmm.
3: either the 70s or the Probably 80s tiny,
1: tiny. depending uh, um, on the yeah. depending on the the dating protocol plus we even see Kate mess with the dating protocol cuz when the doctor when the uh time tunnel first opens i thought of this after when the time tunnel opens and it's David Tennant's doctor and there, and Clara's like, "Where are you?" And he's like, "Eng England, fifteen. Was it like fifteen sixty three or something like that?"
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Is the year. And we even get the like, the year on the screen when David Tennant's Doctor mm-hmm. first shows up in that story. But then mm-hmm. when Clara and Kate are in the car headed to the Black Archive. Uh Kate is telling them to go to the tower to look for the code for the vortex manipulator. She says, You're looking for a, a string of numbers about 1550. So, even there, she even knew what the exact year was, but then she gives them, you know, ballpark that's actually 13 years earlier than that. It's like, No wonder unit stating protocol is so screwed up.
3: <laughs> yeah, well, and the other thing is, when you start futzing around with, with unit in universe or out of universe you're gonna get you're you're gonna get some static my friends
1: (laughs) that too yeah and then then on top of all that you got this guy who's infiltrated like unit from before it was even called unit so therefore any timeline that we knew was probably screwed up the minute he got involved in units history yeah so the the timeline that we know probably doesn't matter anymore because of this guy's involvement.
3: So basically, what they've done is say, is is they have just completely borked any kind of continuity, such as Doctor Who ever had any. Mm-hmm. So you just you you can't you, you don't know what 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 what's going on. You don't know you you're if you're coming or going, either way. And so what does it matter anyway?
1: Yeah. Yep.
3: Meanwhile everybody at Big Finish is like, woohoo, openings. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> now now given given that they, you know, as an example, have have shoehorned in an entire well, I want to say like two or three seasons worth of stories with the Doctor and Nyssa, just in that little tiny bit between um time flight of Ark, an Arc and Ark of Infinity you know you give you give big finish a crack they will take a mile
5: Mm -hmm. yes they they
3: do it well Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. so it's not it's not like they don't it's not like they need the um it's not like they need the openings because they can they they can do a lot with a very little
1: (laughs) oh i know but i'm just saying you know people are like pissing and moaning like oh they've screwed up the the, you know the continuity of the timeline and i'm over here like that just means wide openings for big finish, which I am totally down <laughs> for actually. So <laughs>
3: <laughs> I'm okay with this. <laughs> you can just it just makes it makes, it, makes it harder. It makes it harder <laughs> to follow and it kind of is kind of like, okay, so do you care about how this works or not? I don't know. It's I, I can I can see both sides. Yeah i mean Mm -hmm.
1: if they if they let it continue Mm -hmm. and they continue to like contradict themselves then yeah i could i could see it potentially becoming an issue but
3: it's kind of a mess yeah which i i kind of get the feeling that okay they're like yes this villain or antagonist whatever is making a mess of the timeline so how do we fix it Mm -hmm. and are you going to fix it right uh because you time cause will you, tell. Da- you dang well better fix it uh because you got a new boss coming in same as the old boss but still the, still a new boss mm-hmm. so she, please <laughs> yeah mm-hmm. <laughs> please yeah please don't uh let, the let, old let's, boss. <laughs> yes yeah so
1: yeah, it's like, I, um, it's, it's try, try, those... try not
3: try to leave the toy box at least as as good as you found it.
1: Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. I I mean I I think it, I think it's something that if they they could fix, whether will they and when will they? I don't know at this point. Mm-hmm. So, but I at know. this it the, it and the issue that people really were having. Is not necessarily that huge of like an overall continuity thing. It was more just uh, based on this particular timing, as portrayed in this series, mm-hmm. that uh, you know Lethridge Stewart, as we know him, would have uh, like been promoted. It, it kind of messes up with the the timeline of his rankings to eventually get to brigadier. Essentially, is right. what it is. So, so, so
3: he wouldn't have met the third doctor, and wouldn't he, be the brigadier that we know and love. No, he
1: would. He would have. He would have. It's just the the timing of when he would have been given the rank of brigadier could have potentially changed. So it's not huge. And I think it's I think maybe the military purists I think that are maybe having the biggest issue with it. Like, there's no way he could have reached that particular rank at that speed. And I'm like, well, we're also talking about, you know, some of his first encounters involve yetis. So are are we, are we really going to argue over how fast Lethbridge Stewart could have made the rank of brigadier? I don't think so. So <laughs> again. That's just me. (laughs) In the grand scheme of things, compared to some of the uh, you know some of the other things to come out of this, that's the least of our concerns. At this point, our 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 biggest concern really at this point is with the doctor and her story and the lives that she they have really at this point confirmed that yes, she had lives that she lived before or at some point <laughs> that we have not seen and that includes the the renegade doctor um that the memories are trapped in a fob watch of course as you do mm-hmm. with time lords um and mm-hmm. uh she does now have the fob watch but is she at the moment she has chosen not to open it and has given it to the TARDIS to hide it. And has mm-hmm. told the TARDIS to not give it to her unless she really, 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 really asks for it.
3: Guess what's gonna happen in this year of specials? <laughs> yeah, yep.
1: Yeah. Her
4: pleading to the TARDIS
3: I want it back. Mm-hmm. Sexy, dump that thing in dump that thing in the deepest, darkest black hole that you have in your innards.
1: Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Well, she essentially told the TARDIS, "Like, hide this somewhere like beyond yourself." <laughs> so, so she can't just go like digging into like the console and be like, right.
3: "Give me that watch, Dag Babbit." Some yeah. some things are better left buried.
1: Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. Potentially. Yeah. Yeah,
3: and, th- and there's this, you know,
1: in the process of time being all screwed up because of the flux there's these uh these characters that the makeup work on them is incredible Mm -hmm. um it's swarm and i can't remember the gal's name azure is azure okay yeah so swarm and azure and uh could not for the life of me figure out why swarm felt so familiar because it's like he's not played by anybody name that i recognize but it's like his voice was just driving me nuts he he must be from the same point in england or similar area in england that paul bettany is from because they have the same accent he sounds like paul bettany Mm -hmm. and that's what was driving me nuts (laughs)
4: <laughs> but it's not him
1: <laughs> yeah but he sounds so much like my like paul Bettany, mm-hmm. and it was absolutely driving me awkward bonkers and then the lady playing azure could have been helena bonham carter yes except it wasn't but she yeah, so reminded the, the, me of Helena Bottom
3: Carter. I was gonna say, I don't think that I don't think the BBC has the budget for such big names. Well, and I think
1: if you had somebody like Helena Bottom Carter, you wouldn't hide her under a bunch of makeup either. That that too. Yeah, that too. Yeah. yeah. But you'd going for
4: Bellatrix Lestrange version three point five.
1: Yes. Right. Yeah, you'd want everybody to be able to see her face, so they could they they could be like, "Look, it's Helena Bonham Garter," you know. Look what look what we got! Yeah, Mm-mm. look, We're we found broke. some extra change in the couch cushions. <laughs> <laughs> we didn't completely blow the budget yet, <laughs> yet. Uh, so, they did use quite a bit of. They had to use quite a bit of the special effects budget, though, for 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 this one. I mean, because we got we had Santarns, we had uh Daleks there at the end, um, we had Weeping Angels, which Village of the Angels episode number four. Oh my oh god. Cow. Yeah. Probably one of the best episodes from Jody Whitaker's mm-hmm. run. Yes. So good. mm-hmm <laughs> and adds even more to what we know of the weeping angels and every time they bring those guys back and the more we learn about them as a as a creature and what they're capable of i hate them even more because if there is one creature or foe from modern who that would genuinely scare me it is the weeping angels because i know i would be absolutely positively screwed there's no yeah. way I would not be able to blink. Exactly. I just I would be a goner. <laughs> Absolutely. <Yeah. goner>. So.
5: <laughs>
1: and now, you know, like over the over our encounters with the angels, you know, we've you know, in blink it was like, oh, you know, they send you back in time and they feed off your residual energy. Mm -hmm. and then you're just kind of screwed to have to live out the rest of your life in the past and then we get to you know matt smith's era and we learn that no there are angels that will just flat out kill you they're not going to bother to send you back in time they're just going to straight up murder you and not care a la emperor palpatine yes (laughs) yeah yeah and then you know, we learn about things like the image of an angel is an angel, <laughs> and then in this one, we learn that angels can knock down doors <laughs> and ring doorbells like a serial killer in a slasher film. <laughs> and the entire time, I was like, "Oh my god, I would be so screwed!" <laughs> Absolutely screwed is terrifying. The fire, the one on fire, scared me so Like, whoa, that's not. I was not expecting that. Yeah, like there was one a drawing, and they threw it in the fire. They threw it in the fireplace, and the the drawing had already mm-hmm. popped up. So then this like three D popped out drawing rendering of an angel ends up on fire. So it's like, oh my god. <laughs> oh, I hate the weeping angels. Mm hmm. Just, they scare me so much mm-hmm. I'd be so screwed yeah. and apparently they can inhabit human bodies mm-hmm. it, it, well, kind of because an image of an angel is an angel and if you're psychic and you have a vision of an angel that vision in your brain is now an angel so like if you were to have a dream about a weeping angel you would be screwed (laughs) Mm
3: -hmm.
1: this this, this reminds me
4: wearing trench coat angels
3: (laughs) this this reminds me of like when you're a kid and you're playing like i don't know whatever game like some like superheroes or something and you just start making up like well i can fly and i have super strength and i can turn invisible and i can walk through walls and 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 i'm like mm-hmm. okay so what are your what are your weaknesses where does it end what can you what's going to beat you nothing mm-hmm. okay well then i don't want to play anymore because <laughs> <laughs> you're just gonna beat me anyway and they're like haha i win
1: yeah well apparently the the reason these angels were so aggressive Mm -hmm. is because they were trying to capture one of their own who had gone rogue so these angels specifically worked for division and one angel decided it wasn't down with the whole angel division team up (laughs) so and
3: ran off
1: rubble in paradise yes it was yeah exactly so um so i mean then we've got so so a few side stories like like i said the the gal who's the psychic who uh, was from modern day gets sent back to the 60s um and has to you know assimilate to the 60s and she ends up meeting up with this guy named professor jericho um who is he i mean usually when the doctor encounters someone who's like a doctor or a scientist or something usually the that person is you know tries to like spout their authority and be like no i'm the expert here this guy is all like can i take notes while we're doing all this?" he's like i totally believe everything that's going on but can i be taking notes at the same time, I didn't write this down for posterity.
2: Angel's on the TV, but...
1: Yeah. Yeah. Which I thought that was kind of cool. That he's yeah. like, oh no, I'm totally down with this weird, strange thing that you that you claim is going on. I just want to be able to write this down for science. <laughs> like priorities dude priority at least you're not arguing with the doctor i guess
5: mm-hmm.
3: for for once we don't have a a hollywood or i guess i not, not exactly hollywood but a pop culture expert who's you know trying to be all high and mighty and mm-hmm. and like actually do what real scientists do and try to try to you know learn from what they're
1: doing
5: mm-hmm.
1: yeah
3: mm-hmm. exactly
1: Yep. Yeah. um so there's that guy there's this guy named joseph williamson mm-hmm. who is the underground uh, tunnel guy who's who yeah who started creating these underground tunnels underneath the city of liverpool and nobody knows why uh exactly until we find out in the last episode that he found they were time tunnels essentially, and he's been using them and marking the doors <laughs> to where they lead um so uh and then um so there's 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 that guy he we counter encounter him quite a bit um which it took me a while to um uh Realized that John Bishop was not playing both Dan and that guy. Because <laughs> for, for at first, when we first see him, I was like, "Is that just? Is this going to be like a weird like ancestor of Dan's?" But then we actually get them like two characters in the same place at the same time. Like, oh no, they're completely different actors. Like the guy, the guy playing jo- Joseph Williamson is quite a bit shorter than Mm -hmm. john bishop so (laughs) i was
4: oh not
1: not a bad idea to check the family tree (laughs) yeah but I, i was a little confused there for a little bit um and then the the doctor doesn't know it but she has some extra help out there that she meets up with Vinder at one point and then they get separated and then we don't see, she doesn't get to see Vinder again until like the very you know last episode um but then Vinder's, uh i guess wife <laughs> they call themselves life Her partners other. yeah his significant yeah. other's life partner is out there looking for him as well because they got separated because of the flux uh, her name mm-hmm. is bell and she's pregnant but yep. they like they hardly ever say the word they don't they never say the word pregnant but apparently in the future where they're from the unborn baby can communicate via like this almost like tamagotchi type thing yes yes <laughs> she, she, <laughs> only she can speak to it once yeah she could speak <laughs> to it and it could flash up like little emojis based on yes it, to to respond so it, mm-hmm. you know if she says something they're like happy like it'll give her like a smiley face and then she'll be like
0: mm-hmm.
1: yeah she's like i was so glad that you know you know it's like we'll find you you know we'll find bender eventually and you know they'll show up little hearts and stuff it, it was just really wild because it was it, it wasn't until they uh at first they they didn't say that that's what it was we thought maybe she just kind of had this weird like Tamagotchi type mm-hmm. thing to keep her company. <laughs> and then we're realizing, oh no, that's essentially like the personification of her unborn child in this Tamagotchi type thing. So I thought that was kind of cool though. Yeah. Um, um so and she's pretty badass. She's just running around the universe yes. trying to figure out where Vendor may yes. be. And we get some of Vender's backstory, and he's in like they're both in this like military thing organization and they're. uh, i guess it's compulsory you don't really have a choice uh but he ends up getting assigned to the grand serpent (laughs) but doesn't stay uh in his assignment for very long when the grand serpent uh uh, has a meeting that all their meetings are supposed to be recorded but he tells him to stop the recording uh but and then he goes and tells on Essentially, his new boss, the grand serpent, um so it gets him sent to like this outpost out in the middle of nowhere uh so now he's separated even more from from Bell, and he doesn't even know she's pregnant when they get separated, so uh, uh so there's kind of this like you know two this you know this couple trying to get back to each other, but at the same time trying to like avoid being victims of the flux. And maybe also figure out how to stop the flux. Oh, which they end up doing with the help of um. Ugh, I'm not
4: going to pronounce Be this guy's name,
1: Carvanista.
4: Carvanista, yep. Carvanista.
1: He's a lupari. <laughs> He's essentially a dog. You fetch your dog. Yes, fetch yes. your human. <laughs> He's an uh, um, anthropomorphized dog, (laughs) essentially. But apparently the lupari, there's enough of them that every single lupari is species bonded to somebody on Earth. So if something was to ever happen to the planet, they're supposed to come and collect their human and get them off the planet before the earth is destroyed and this particular party happens to be dance
3: (laughs) (laughs) dog (laughs) that's convenient yeah (laughs) good boy Uh, yeah
4: yes
3: so the
1: party they end up helping but then they end up getting destroyed and he and he's the only one left uh unfortunate yeah
4: and then he uh, gets a he gets quote unquote adopted by Bell and Vinder. Yes,
1: <laughs> yeah, what's yeah. the uh, yeah. chagrin? <laughs> yeah, the the doctor manages to figure out how to stop the flux using the the uh, Santarn's plan, mm-hmm. uh, because the flux is made out of antimatter, and antimatter when confronted with matter they essentially equal each other out so and the uh under the suggestion of the grand serpent uh or per his suggestion not that the santaarns would ever admit that they had help uh but uh they uh convinced the daleks and the cybermen (laughs) to come to earth under uh peace treaty so that they can work they they can work together survive the flux and then they can rule the galaxy together I guess something the Santaran logic you know and of course you know the Santarans being Santarans are like hey, hey we'll double cross them uh and they're like they'll come here and then the flux will eat them and they'll all be here which means the flux is gonna eat all of them and then you know Earth will be just, you know. Earth, all the people, all the humans come on Earth will be destroyed. Plus, our greatest enemies, the Daleks and the Cybermen, and then the Santarans will reign supreme. And all the chocolate that Santarans can have, because apparently, Santarans there are some Santarans that they really love chocolate. There's some that really wanted to ride a horse. <laughs> I love the Santarans. <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. i'm terrified of the weeping angels i love the Santars. i'm so glad they brought them back
3: the Santarans are just no, i don't want to i don't want to i don't want to call them idiots because they have you know been been threats in the past but at the same time
1: but this is what happens when you clone you know yes, there's, there's just true. a variety you know? so they're all is equally stupid
3: hmm for yes. for an
1: enemy
4: that's smart they can be really stupid
3: they're more about strategy than anything else yes yeah but they're
1: not like they're not when it comes to strategy they're not the
3: um not the sharpest knives in the drawer not, yeah mm. no
1: they're not, they're not the warmest potatoes accidentally- in the in the in the box. <laughs> yeah,
4: yeah. <laughs> or 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 somebody's accidentally slipped them a memory worm and they forgot what they were supposed to be doing.
1: Yeah, something. I don't. Oh my god, I love the I love the Santarins though. The <laughs> this is like the one, the one in the, the the second episode, the War of the Santarans, where the they're the doctors back in the Crimean War, which I know nothing about, um, and she's talking to like the one general or something and she's like, Why are you here? And he's like, you know, for the glory of the Santarin Empire and you know, all the things that you expect a Santaran to say, you know. You know, for honor for glory. And I wanted to ride a horse. Yeah. <laughs>
3: <laughs> Keep hold of your dreams. Yes. <laughs> right?
2: I mean good
4: for him. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> just just make sure the back of the neck is vent probe is covered and you'll be yeah. fine. You don't want to <laughs> yes. fall off a horse that high up and hit the neck.
2: No. no, You that, would, that think would think that would be a they would loan by
3: now. <laughs> yes.
2: mm. You would think of how many times it's happened to them that they would have had a little bit of
3: thinking of, maybe we should cover that up. There's yep. something about it. I mean... You know, humans. We we put helmets on to you know, protect our head and other protective gear and equipment. It's like, um, yeah. If that was if that was a that was a vital part of my of my anatomy, I'd try to figure out a way to protect it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's no, just me.
1: Like I said, not the sharpest knife in the drawer. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs>
3: not the True. sharpest
1: potato peeler in the. <laughs>
3: <laughs> not the most uh, crispy fry in the box yeah, yeah. <laughs>
1: rather their
3: mashed potatoes have a few extra lumps
1: <laughs>
3: how many how many potato puns can we come up with
1: <laughs> uh, not the saltiest chip chip in the uh yeah yeah in the bag. That's, American- the, that's
3: the burnt greasy chip at the bottom of the bag
1: no surprise i think for anybody of course the doctor figures out how to save the universe and her friends along the way what's, what's left of the
3: universe yeah, yeah. right <laughs> yeah
1: yeah, it's like every everything that got eaten up to that point. What happened?
4: Yeah, because there's no reverse snap. Yeah, <laughs> no reverse swarm that we know of.
3: <laughs> this yeah. is this is what I wonder about these villains and stuff like that. It's like okay, once you've destroyed all you know right? every everything that you're that that the protagonist has uh, has you know cares about loves whatever it's like what's gonna be left mm-hmm. like you didn't think this through did you
5: you're like I i'm gonna
3: destroy I, everything then i will rule the universe
1: like what are you going to rule i want there to be a story not
2: maybe not dr who but like i want a story somewhere where the villain wins it destroys everything and he's like okay what do i do now like i
3: want that mm-hmm. i'm pretty sure twilight zone did an episode like yeah, that. yeah that's exactly what i
1: was thinking you know the oh, guy that the just twilight wants zone? to yeah there's a guy that just wants to be left alone so he can read his books and in, like a nuclear oh, holocaust right. happens and he's the mm-hmm. last person left alive as far as he knows and he's not sad about it one bit he's very excited because that means he's gonna have all the peace and quiet he wants to read his books and then he breaks his glasses
3: yeah. Like oh no. Or, yeah. It's actually a very famous one. That wasn't the one I was thinking of. Oh, really? That okay. one. Well, I don't know. I'm not as well versed in Twilight Zone as as I as I wish to be, but I'm like, oh man, I swear they've done something like that. But yes, that one would work too.
1: Mhm. It's like, here you go. You've got exactly what you wanted. Not all it's cracked up to be, is it? No, no indeed. <laughs> yep but in the process of saving the universe the doctor ends up encountering essentially the personification of time itself well first of all the doctor because of the flux um ends up being in three places at the same time (laughs) so the very last episode ends up being a multi-doctor story it just happens to be three of the same doctor which Mm -hmm. I'm a sucker for any multi doctor story, so I was mm-hmm. totally here for it. <laughs> yeah, I, I had fun with that. Mm-hmm. So. <laughs> Seeing Jodie essentially play against herself. I mean, obviously mm-hmm. she's not when they're filming because there's not more than one of her. But right. you know, they have like a body double or whatever for her to look at. Uh, but the way they edit it so that you know Jodie's essentially playing against her herself selves. I love it. Mm-hmm. It was so funny. Yeah, she's like, like, like she's falling in love with herself. She's like, I think I have yeah. a crush on you. <laughs> like, she's okay, doctor, her Jack know you have an ego. <laughs> <laughs> doctor, I'm the smartest person in the room, and now you're gonna be like, mm, oh, yes. I have a crush on myself. I was like, can you, mm-hmm. doctor, master? grand serpent there's your like ego Mm -hmm. (laughs) spectrum right there
3: yep (laughs) yep oh goodness
1: yeah
2: i was i i love that the little short from the 11th doctor era when they had like the two i wanted something more of that so i was happy with this i'm like ooh, yay
1: yeah i mean that's ha- that's always what's so fun about a multi-doctor story is the doctor's personality and ego mm. clashing even mm-hmm. though technically mm-hmm. it is the same person so sen- we got that except this time it actually is the same person it's the same incarnation mm-hmm. <laughs> just yeah. three times so but the doctor gets put back together when the universe gets saved so we just have the one but when she encounters the, the personification of time uh, to make it easier to communicate time will take on a physical representation that the person it's communicating with will in theory be comfortable with uh kind of like mm-hmm. when we encan- the, the encounter of that oh, crap the one creature that ends up becoming a frog uh- <laughs> oh yeah um in this case time decides to make itself look like the 13th doctor except the coat the colors are reversed and so it's mm-hmm. so the light with the dark lighting it's dark on the outside with the light lighting which i kind of like i hope they make that version
3: mm-hmm. <laughs> Can i you get the uh... reverse
1: colorway of the coat here because <laughs> i would buy that i already have the one coat i would take the other <laughs> imagine the cosplay now it'll be yeah really, really easy mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah so but the doctor gets to have a conversation essentially with time and time tells her essentially what we get, we have gotten with several other doctors, your time's running out. You're going to have to be, you're going to have to regenerate here sooner rather than later. And of course the doctor's like, I don't want to, you know, I like this incarnation and you know, time is like, well, too bad. You don't, you don't regenerate. You don't get to live on. So, like, just in case you didn't know Jody was leaving and we're going to get a new doctor, here we are. you <laughs> your in universe yeah. reminder that this doctor mm-hmm. is going to regenerate. <laughs> 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 but not quite yet.
3: Yeah, there's still a bit more contract to. We still have.
1: Well, I mean, <laughs> they finished filming right assuming well i'm assuming they finished filming everything up to jody's regeneration and if they, i guess if they need to film anything with her along with the new doctor they can film that but technically yeah jody is done mm-hmm. and her uh, presumably her side of the regeneration has been filmed uh so she knows what's going to happen leading up to it we just don't know whose face is going to be on the other side of it yet so nope. by this time next year we should mm-hmm. i would imagine so yeah because yeah. we we've got this series and then we've got new year's day again so sticking with the daleks for the holidays <laughs> yeah. uh, With eve of the daleks uh (laughs) uh, and then a special in the spring and then uh the feature link special in the fall which will be jody's regeneration so sometime in the next however long (laughs) <laughs> you know, however, however long, long it, it takes, takes, the takes for wolf. them to to hire and figure out how they're going to announce who the new doctor is, we'll find out who's who's taking over the TARDIS. But you know, do you yeah. think they might try to keep it a secret? I mean, I'm, it should probably be impossible, but
3: well, they will as long not as not until the
1: regeneration. I don't think that's possible.
3: Right. No, yeah, but they're...
1: I mean, they they did they did pretty good about keeping jody under wraps mm-hmm. i mean and the fact that she wasn't mm-hmm. really on anybody's list you know as people were making their you know the you know the different podcasts and whatever you know the uber fans that were speculating and i don't i never saw her name really anywhere
0: mm-hmm. uh,
1: even if the you know even when people were like oh it could be a woman her name well... was never mentioned so
3: the fact that it was going to be a woman was like the worst kept secret yeah yeah but
1: who the particular woman was well they did right. a good job of keeping secrets so yeah. <laughs> 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 but uh yeah so that was series 13 of dr who dr who flux mm-hmm. time went uh very 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 wibbly wobbly Mm timey-wimey yep to the point where we had three versions of the same doctor (laughs) in various points of time that eventually were able to meet up and it was awesome and i was here for it i do love myself multi i do love myself a multi-doctor story (laughs) Mm -hmm. oh it was fun you know it yes it, it it answered some questions as far as the timeless child uh the doctor did ask tech to confirm the what the master said about gallifrey being destroyed and Tekturn said yes although i don't even know how reliable she is as far mm-hmm. as telling the truth so who knows but at this point, all signs are saying that Gallifrey is, is destroyed. And who, who knows? Maybe it got eaten up eaten up in the flux, even if it had survived.
4: Mm-hmm.
1: Should not have mattered. Well, or, which, or
4: which or <laughs> which well, multiverse Gallifrey got destroyed and how many of them are still around, or is every yeah. single one?
2: That's also a good point. Well, yeah. well,
3: maybe maybe they'll pull something out and uh Gallifrey will come back for the 60th. Yeah. <laughs> It that's fine of. with
1: me i really would mm-hmm. uh, you know if i really would like to see the doctor uh encounter more time lords mm-hmm. besides just yeah. the, the master ronnie so, yes. yes yes that's my flag that's my hill i'm mm-hmm. willing to die on same here. I have got that flag yeah. planted so permanently on the top of that yep. hill. Damn it, break back the Ronnie. <laughs>
3: Seriously, uh-huh. why not? She's a right? great yes. character, and it's not like yeah. I mean she's had some good stuff in Big Finish because they brought it, but like yes, the 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 TV it's been fine. It's you could have something better. <laughs> mm-hmm. She could she could be you know just she could be behind. What you don't want to you don't
1: want to you don't want another um oh it uh
3: was it dimensions in time <laughs>
1: mm-hmm. no
3: not with those weird cg floating heads that was but you know yeah. give 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 the ronnie something something good to to yes um, have fun with but we, we we've done the master and but you know the ronnie is she's deliciously evil or yes hmm Cause Cause the she's, master- a, she's like she 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 just does she does stuff for her uh for her own entertainment and edification and she doesn't care who gets hurt like yeah. there's she's a just, villain she's for just you.
1: mad scientist the master is yes. mad yes yeah it's yes. just pure chaos everything that ronnie does is very calculated because she's a scientist yes first she doesn't, so she, she does she, things she has in the no
3: scruples yeah so if you want a mm-hmm. scary antagonist <laughs> in in that vein i mean you know the the weeping angels are like overpowered so let's 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 get somebody new but not but but not not so new Mm -hmm. you know and i think if anyone can bring her back i think rtd can do it if he is so inclined yes yeah i think they could could have some fun with that yeah the master has had has had has had his day let's Yeah, I love the mouse. Usually,
2: been one of my favorites. But oh definitely... yeah, yeah.
3: I'm not. I'm not. I'm just saying. I've done I the mouse love the Cederani. Yeah, mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. Master can take a break. Yeah, unless you're going to bring back Missy, but
4: right now Missy <laughs> and the Ronnie is a team up. Ooh. Yes. Oh my god! Oh, that, oh. Too.
3: <laughs> that, that was so chaotic. I love it. I was so that's cheering an... for that, and it that's died. making
1: me feel things I didn't know I could feel.
3: <laughs> and then you throw that, then bring back river, although I don't think they can at this point, but you know, yeah, maybe that's mm-hmm. for audio. Yeah, yes, I could that'd be so chaotic, and now just eat it all up. I kind of, I'm kind of mm-hmm. crying because that makes me,
1: they're happy tears.
3: <laughs> I'm like, you, you, you want to do something, you want to do something, you know. Imaginative and creative and new, but still be faithful to the to the Doctor Who lore. That's what you do. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Good grief. Mm-hmm. Stop chasing rainbows. <laughs> you've got <laughs> you've got all this. You've got this source material. Use it to your advantage. Mm-hmm. That that's 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 the part that kind of frustrates me. But ugh, whatever. Big finish. You're our only hope. We love you. No, nope. mm-hmm.
0: we yeah. only got them until go.
3: 2030 at least. So. Yeah, now I gotta now I gotta go listen to to some some Missy audios because dang, <laughs> this yes. is amazing.
4: Yeah. Yes,
3: but yeah. Well, folks, if uh, any of you want to give your thoughts on the latest season of 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 Doctor Who, um, or any of our other news topics, or anything else we've discussed, drop us some feedback our email address is the five ish no wait our email address let me get this in the right order email address is five ish fangirls at gmail.com our website is the five ish fangirls.com and that is where you can find links to all of our social media and ways to support the show and yeah so go check it out and thank you for listening thank you for supporting thank you for commenting and sending feedback and all those great things mm-hmm. we love you guys and as as we said earlier stay safe stay warm and have a have a happy Christmas new year's all those great things
1: mm-hmm. indeed yep and uh just a heads up speaking of which uh <laughs> we will not have a show for you next week uh because the this time next week i my happy butt will. Still be on an airplane coming home from San Francisco. <laughs>
4: <So. laughs> yeah,
1: so I will, uh, <laughs> and then I will be seriously jet lagged. Um, so yeah. we will not be having a, sh- a show next week while I recover from travel and two Metallica shows. Yeah. Go follow me but on. Enjoy. How many? Of these, how many of those for you now? Total yeah for metallica this makes shows seven and eight i think
2: it's a lot
1: it's a lot yeah uh <laughs> uh this is gonna be fun though uh so yeah follow <laughs> me on my instagram and twitters if you want to see my follow along on my shenanigans in san francisco later this week um uh, yeah. So yeah, no new show next week, but we will be back the Monday after Christmas to talk about Spider Man: The Way Home. So that gives you plenty of time to get to the movie theater go see Spider Man. Yep. yep. So silver lining to that: no new show, but it gives you an extra week to go see Spider Man.
3: Yep. So mm-hmm. enjoy your 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 break and mm-hmm. may may santa bring you everything you ever dreamed of mm-hmm. or yes. at least that new hoverboard that you asked yes <laughs> <laughs>
1: and then we will uh see you guys after christmas so until then we shall sign off for this week
3: this is Brittany and Troy saying good night this is chrissy saying good night from salt lake city
4: this is Holly from spanton saying good evening
3: and this is Rachel in Indianapolis, Indiana.
1: So if a Santaran really likes chocolate and eats it, is that kind of like a chocolate-covered potato chip? <laughs> hmm. Because mm. that's a thing. That is a thing. Well, that's, a, that's
3: a potato chip-covered chocolate. But that, I don't know how you do that. <laughs> I don't know either. <laughs> Other than have a Sontaran eat a chocolate bar. Yes.
1: listening to the 5-ish Fangirls Podcast. You can find more episodes and information at the Any and all books, movies, games, and any other forms of media mentioned are owned and operated by the respective copyright holders. No copyright infringement is intended or implied. If you wish to support the show, the easiest way is to leave us a rating and review. More ratings and reviews will make it easier for others to find the show. If you wish to support us monetarily, you can do so at patreon.com slash ish fangirls podcast. All money goes towards fees and equipment to keep the show going. For official fiveish fangirls merchandise, visit redbubble.com slash people slash fangirls. We love hearing from our listeners and encourage feedback. You can email us at FiveishFangirls@gmail.com. at gmail.com. You could also like and follow us on Facebook at facebook.com slash fiveish fangirls.